2nd Corinthians chapter 8, and we're going to look at verse 9. The whole context here is important, but our focus today is on God's favor and how God's favor in your life can produce prosperity and blessing. And the favor of God will bring his blessing on you, your family, and on your job, your business, your endeavors, whatever you put your hand to. God declares that he will bless it. He will prosper it. He will cause uh, whatever you put your hand to to succeed. And so we're going to focus, as I said, on verse 9. Verse 9 says, You know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for your sakes he became poor, that you through his poverty might be rich. This particular verse is a redemptive verse. What do I mean by a redemptive verse? I mean that this is what Jesus did for you. He said, for your sakes, he became poor, that you through his poverty might be rich. But being that the focus today is on favor or God's grace, other translations render it a favor. Well, in the context, he's talking about the grace of God bestowed on the churches of Macedonia. He's talking about how though there were certain people that were giving uh, out of even their deep poverty. They were giving, uh, even though they didn't have a lot, they gave out of what they had, and they did it very generously. And so then at the end of that discourse, verses 1 through 9, then God says, you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for your sakes he became poor, that you then through his poverty might be rich. Where did he become poor? On the cross. Certainly he took our uh, poverty in the sense of he came from heaven, so it certainly was a downgrade from heaven to come down here, you understand, uh, to say the least. But yet on the cross, redemptively, he took our place, and for our sakes, he became poor like he became sin, and he became our sickness. He took it all. He took our pain. He took it all. Well, part of redemption was he took our poverty. So he became poor that you through his poverty might be rich. And that has something to do with the grace of God. It's the grace of God that you have been saved, isn't it? It's the grace of God. Through faith and by grace you're saved, not of works, lest anyone should boast. It is not by your efforts, your self-accomplishment. It is simply the unmerited favor and grace of God that has been extended to you that you could be saved, any of us, right? Well, it's the same. Every other promise of God, every other blessing of God comes by His grace. Certainly, we do things to acquire prosperity. We do things and we labor, we work. And we talked about five keys last week, five keys to prosperity. How many were here? Five keys to prosperity. What was the first key to prosperity? We said was giving and receiving, right? Second key to prosperity was what? Wisdom. God opens up his wisdom when you give and support his kingdom purpose. He grants you wisdom and insight into your uh, business, into your job, and your life, and how you can succeed. Praise God. God gives you wisdom. Wisdom is insight. And the way God sees things, you're able to see what he sees. Now, that'll give you some, uh, give you some prosperity when you see the way God sees. All right. Then thirdly, what was it? 
Anybody? Obedience. Okay, obedience. So you didn't just uh, have uh, wisdom or gain wisdom. You also implemented. You actually did something. You obeyed God. You uh, took steps of obedience in his uh, direction or his wisdom in your life. And then what was the fourth one? It was diligence. In other words, you didn't just start it. You finished it. You were diligent. You stayed with it. And then the fifth one was favor. In other words, when you do those other things and God will release his favor, it's not like some magical thing like, oh, I just believe God for favor and I don't want to work. I just believe God for favor. I don't want to be diligent. I just believe God for favor. I don't want to be obedient. No, it's all of these things working together. It's a, it's a full package, if you will. But you know, you could work hard and a lot of people do and, and they don't succeed very much. They don't attain very much prosperity. It's true. There's a lot of people that do. And they work hard. They, uh, and, and God does bless what he can in their life because uh, he's a good God. He reigns on the just and the unjust. But I'll tell you, there's a special blessing for those who are obedient. Those who are diligent in their labors and they're obedient to God and they walk in the wisdom of God and they're givers, they love to give and support others. Life is not just about taking, life is about giving. Amen. All right, so here in, in this uh, chapter, it was people that just extended themselves beyond what would be the norm. In other words, they were generous, even though they didn't have a lot, they were generous with what they had, and God just winds up this discourse and says, you know the grace, hallelujah, <laughs> of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for your sakes he became poor, so that you through his poverty might be rich. Now, this word grace in other translations in the Amplified Bible renders it favor. Everybody say favor. favor. Or we'll say favor on your labor. In other words, when you work, God blesses what you put your hand to. Uh, let me just give you, for instance, you know, in the book of Haggai, it talks about people that didn't honor God's house. They didn't uh, bless God's house and they didn't, they didn't consider it important and they just let it fall apart and they didn't honor the house of God. He said they went out in the field, they sowed, but they didn't bring much in. They labored hard, they worked hard, but they didn't get much out of their crop. And, and he goes on and explains all that. And then at the end of it, he says, and then they, what they did get, they put it like money, put it in their ba bag with holes in it. In other words, it just went away. It just dropped out through the holes. It just wasn't working for them. Why? Because they didn't honor God. And, and, and their prosperity was not uh, really happening for them because they didn't honor God. Their labor wasn't blessed. But when you labor and you honor God, your labors are blessed. I mean, what you put your hand to, God says he'll bless it and he'll make it to prosper because his favor is on your life. Can somebody say God's good? Now listen to it out of the Amplified Bible here. He says, we, for you are becoming, becoming progressively acquainted with and recognizing more strongly and clearly the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. What does that mean? That means that it's a growing process. You're growing in it. You're progressively becoming progressively acquainted with and recognizing His grace recognizing more strongly and clearly, uh, you have a clearer vision of the grace of God. You're seeing that it's His grace working in your life. 
And you're becoming acquainted more progressively. I mean, this growing process is happening. And you're seeing the grace of God in your life every day. I mean, in the small things, in the large things, you're recognizing the grace of God. You're seeing it more clearly. How many are glad? I mean, you're happier when you see the grace of God on your life. Isn't that right? Uh, You enjoy life when you see, look at what God just did. Look at what God just did. Just every favorable thing that happens in your life, the goodness of God, the blessings of God in my life. He says, strongly and clearly uh, see the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. And then he describes, this is Amplified Bible. You know what Amplified Bible does? It amplifies So it amplifies it and describes this grace. And he says, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, his kindness. God is a kind God. His kindness. His gracious generosity. God's gracious generosity. God is a generous God. I mean, he gave Jesus. I mean, that's a big deal. That's as generous as you can get. He gave his best. He gave his son. And freely with him, he gives us all things to enjoy, the scripture says. So God gave us Jesus, and he so generously gives us all things freely to enjoy. It's the blessings of God. I just gave you a scripture earlier. What did I say? It says every good and perfect gift, James chapter 1, every good and perfect gift comes down from the Father of lights with whom there is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. In other words, God doesn't get up on the wrong side of the bed. He doesn't get up in the morning and say, it's going to be a bad day today. I can't help Vicky. It's going to be an awful day today. I just don't know if I can help Wanda. Oh, I don't know. Jesus... Man, I had a bad night's rest, didn't have a good sleep. No, he neither slumbers nor sleeps. He is good all the time, and his goodness wants to be released. God wants to release his goodness to you, and when you get up in the morning, you ought to say, God is good. This is a day the Lord has made. He's got something good planned for me today, and I'm expecting to see the goodness of God in the land of the living. I believe God is going to do something good for me today. But it's not just about you. It's about you being good to other people too. It's about you releasing the goodness of God, sharing the love of God and the goodness of God with other people around you because people need to see that God is good and how they're going to see it most of the time is going to be because of people like you. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I was just talking to somebody after service this morning in the first service. This is the second. And so uh, they said somebody, uh, his wife wanted me to uh, hear the story. I mean, he just, somebody was asking for some help for gas and food. And he was very generous, very generous. And he gave him $160. And the guy said, oh, he was so happy, so thankful. And he said, now, generally, I'm not saying everybody's going to do that. But he was prompted and he was very generous. And so that man pulled out some gold chains and stuff and his family there and he pulled it out he said i'm i'm israeli and i'm not looking for a handout i thank you so much but i want to give you this and he gave him a bunch of gold he said i don't know how much it's worth this 18 karat gold and he's so he's going to get it checked out i'm just telling you god is good 
Now, he wasn't looking for anything, and he said, no, I'm, I'm good. I don't, I don't need that. But he said, no, no, I want to give it to you. You know? You know, the Lord could do something. Who knows what the Lord might do? Thank you, Jesus. What his favor might do in your life. The favor of God. Now, God was just helping that man through this gentleman, and he wanted nothing out of it. But the Lord just, all right, turn around, bless you back. That's a pretty quick return. Out of your graciousness and kindness. All right, so let's go on here. His undeserved favor, his kindness, his gracious generosity, his undeserved favor. That's how you got saved. Everybody knows that, right? If you don't know that, I'm telling you now. All right, so you know that it's the grace of God, his undeserved favor. Well, it's also his undeserved favor that he blesses you financially. You work for a living, but there's something else on it. It's his favor. His undeserved favor and spiritual blessing. So every blessing is not just in the spiritual dimension. Now, every, every blessing has a root in spiritual dimension, but it comes out and it affects all of your life. God doesn't want to just bless you in your spirit. He wants to bless you in your soul, your mind, your emotions. He wants to bless you in your body. He wants to bless you in your family. He wants to bless you in your job, your business. He wants to bless you in what you set your hand to. He wants to prosper and make you a success in whatever you do. God is a good God. Can somebody say, Pastor, that's good preaching. <laughs> Makes me feel better. His undeserved favor in that through, though he was ve so very rich, yet for your sakes he became so very poor. In order that by his poverty on the cross, he taking your poverty, by his poverty you might become enriched, abundantly supplied. Now the word enriched there, abundantly supplied, Amplified says. Abundantly supplied. So when we say you, uh, Jesus took your poverty so that you might be rich, we're not necessarily saying that everybody's going to be a billionaire and everybody's going to be a millionaire. I'm just saying, and I didn't say you couldn't. For qualification, everybody say, it's possible. All right, so, but I'm not saying everybody is. I am saying that everybody can be abundantly provided for. Everybody in this room. In other words, it's a blessing to be able to take care of business in your life, isn't it? To have your needs supplied and have abundance in your life. He said, abundantly provided. Jesus took your sin. He took your sickness, but he also took your poverty. Now, let's go to chapter 9. In chapter 9, we're just going to read very quickly verse 6. Verse 6 says, but I say, he would so sparingly or limitedly shall also reap sparingly, but he who it sows bountifully shall reap also bountifully. Other translations say generously. If you sow generously, you're going to reap what? Generously. If you sow a generous seed, you're going to reap a generous harvest. What does the next verse say? Every man, according as he purposeth in his heart, so let him give, not grudgingly or of necessity, for God loves what? 
a cheerful giver. God loves for us to have a cheerful attitude in our giving. And then verse 8 comes into effect in your life. Verse 8 says, and God is able. Everybody say, God is able. And God is able to make all what? Grace. Now, the word grace in the Amplified Bible says favor. God's able to make all grace or favor. Somebody say, I have favor. Look at your neighbor and say, you have favor. So get happy. I said, go ahead. Say it. So get happy. You might as well be happy. I mean, the favor of God's on your life. You're blessed. Don't you love Deuteronomy 28? It says, you're blessed coming in. You're blessed going out. You're the head, not the tail. You're above and not beneath. Hallelujah. Also says, whatever you set your hand to will prosper. Praise God. So you're blessed. Somebody shout it out. I'm blessed. blessed. Shout it out. We're blessed. God is able to make all grace because you're generous in your giving. You have a good attitude, a cheerful attitude when you give. He said God's able to make all grace, all grace or favor. Make it what? Make all grace or favor abound toward you so that you always have all sufficiency in all things and are able to abound unto every good work. So you see that everything in your life is taken care of, and you're able also to give and abound in the grace of giving. So if you look at chapter 8 and chapter 9, both chapters are talking about giving and receiving. And God, just by the Holy Spirit through the Apostle Paul, just walks us through this process. They were giving generously beyond even their power and the natural. I mean, they were generous even in their deep poverty. They gave. And he said, now, there is a turnaround happening in your life. You were in poverty, but I'm bringing you out of poverty. And you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ that though... He was rich, yet for your sakes he became poor. And now he says, now this grace in chapter 9 is abounding toward you. You so generously. Now this grace is going to abound toward you so that you always. Everybody say always. always. He didn't say so you sometimes. He said so you always have. Not always lack. Always have all sufficiency in what? All things and are able to abound to what? Every good work. That's a big deal, isn't it? That is his, really, God's definition of his abundant living. Always having all sufficiency in all things and are able to abound unto every good work. I'll just give to that, Pastor. That's all. That's all. No, no, no. He said every good work. There's a lot of good things that are happening around here. Amen? And so when you give generously and you see another area you can give and sow your seed, it's just going to release greater favor on your life. So don't be afraid. This is going to open doors of opportunity for your life every time you give. So, well, I'm a tither. Some people haven't got there yet. But you got to take steps somewhere, right? If you've never tithed, just do it. He said, prove me now herewith, saith the Lord of hosts, if I'll not open you the windows of heaven and pour out blessing on your life that you won't have even room enough to receive. That's just from a tither. And then he says, if you'll give over and above your tithe, you'll give generously above that, and you'll be generous in your giving and your sowing. He said, I'm going to do something that is beyond what you had figured out in your mind. I'm going to do exceeding abundantly above all that you ask or think, and I'm going to make my grace abound toward you so that you always have all sufficiency in all things and are able to abound in the grace of giving unto every good work. 
Hallelujah. So his favor is working on your behalf. God's favor can get you places you would never have gone. I said his favor can get you places you would have never gone. I know you're smart. You is smart. I know you are. But God's favor can get you places you would have never gone on your own. Hallelujah. God's favor can get you with people you would have never known. In other words, he can get you in a place where you would have never gone. He can get you with people you would have never known. But the favor of God gets you there because it's his grace on your life. Somebody say grace. Grace. You know, in the Old Testament, talking about the mountain, he said, cry grace, speak grace to the mountain. When it's adversity in your life, you need to say something to it. Grace. Hallelujah. God's grace and favor is going before me. And God's favor and grace is on my life. And it'll just move mountains out of, the, uh, out of your way. It'll just move the territory. Things that seemingly are blocking your prosperity or hindering your progress in life. It doesn't matter if it's people, things, or circumstances. Whatever it is, God can move some stuff out of your way so that you can get to what he has for you. And you will do what he has called you to do. And you'll experience God's grace and blessing and favor on you. It is the goodness of God that has led you to this point, and it's the goodness of God that will take you all the way home. It's His goodness. Somebody say goodness. goodness. I know people say, oh, goodness, goodness, goodness. Kind of a slang, goodness. No, you need to say goodness, God's goodness. Hallelujah. It's a different attitude when you say God's goodness or goodness, goodness, goodness. Right? When you say the goodness of God. Even if there's a mountain, there's something good on the other side of that mountain. And I believe the grace of God's moving that mountain out of my way. That hindrance has to leave. Glory to God. I'm speaking grace to the mountain. Hallelujah. Be removed. God's favor can bless you in ways you would have never dreamed. You might have to pinch yourself. If you don't pinch yourself, maybe I'll pinch you (laughs) this morning. Remind you of how blessed you are. If you consider where you've come from, you are blessed, friend. Hallelujah. If you you consider where your, your, your parents came from, how... They progress, and then where you're at today, you are blessed. If you consider where your grandparents in some cases came from, I'll tell you, you are blessed. We ought to shout, I'm blessed in this room. Get out of that whining and complaining. Look at your neighbor and say, stop it. All right. Get an attitude of gratitude and appreciation to God for his amazing grace on your life, his favor. It is amazing grace. You ought to drive up to your house, say, God's amazing grace just hit my life. I drive down the road, and God's amazing grace. When you go out to eat, God's amazing grace. When you sit down at the table, God's amazing grace. Whatever you do, when you buy that new dress or those shoes, ladies, come on, ladies, get get with me now. All right, so... yeah. 
you ought to say his amazing grace, his goodness upon my life, the goodness of God. When, hallelujah. When you have a good husband or a good wife, not with perfection, come on. I said, well, you ought to thank God for his goodness, his grace on your life and the challenges. Thank God for the grace of God. You're getting through. You're going through. You're going to the other side. Hallelujah. The storms of life come to everybody, but his grace and his favor and his blessing is on your life, and you're going to the other side. Praise God forever. Somebody shout favor. Thank you, Jesus. His favor. God's generosity. Man, you talking about God getting generous. That'll change your life. That'll rock your world. That'll turn some things upside down. It says in the scripture, those that turn the world upside down have come here also. Come on, how many of some world upside down people? Come on, you got, in other words, you could change the world of your, in your world. You could change your family. You could change your destiny. You could change your future. You make a choice. You make a decision to trust and to believe in God's amazing grace and his favor. I'll tell you, it'll change your world and your children and your grandchildren. I thank you. Hallelujah. Let's go to Luke chapter 6. Luke chapter 6. Luke chapter 6 verse 38. What does it say? Jesus said it. Give. He didn't say be tight. Squeak when you walk. Don't dare give anything away. You might lose. No, he didn't say that. He said, give. He said, be generous. Give. But then he says, this is what's going to happen when you do. Give, and it shall be given unto you. Good measure. He describes how he is generous. That's what he's doing. He's just describing generosity. He said, give, and it shall be given unto you. Good measure. Press down, shaking together, and what? Running over. So God doesn't just press it down, shake it together, so he can get it down a little bit further, so he can get some more in there. Then he runs it over. In other words, his abundance is coming to those who give and have a generous heart and a generous attitude and a cheerful attitude in their giving. I'll tell you, God can unlock some things for you because his favor can put you places you would have never gone and his favor can get you to, uh, to people that you would have never known. And his favor can get you uh, things in your life and, and places in your life that you would have never dreamed that you would go. And you'll be with people and you'll be in the right place at the right time with the right people. And God will turn some things around for you. But it's not all about you. It's about God's grace flowing through you. God blesses you to make you a blessing. Hallelujah. And if you learn the principle of giving and sowing and showing the favor of God and the love of God towards somebody else, God's favor will come up in your life and sometimes totally unexpected. You say, look what the Lord just did for me. Praise God. You know, God can surprise you sometimes. How many believe God can do something you weren't even thinking about? He can do exceeding abundant above all that you even thought 
ask or thought. You, you didn't even think about it, much less ask for it. Somebody look at your neighbor and say, he is talking to me. Come on. Holy Spirit is talking to you. Don't get locked down, locked up, and this is the way it is, and this is all it's going to be. It's never going to be any different. No. God says he's going to break you out on the right and on the left. He's going to elevate you. He's going to promote you. He's going to bless you. He's going to give you wisdom beyond your years. He's going to give you understanding how to apply, how to do, how to act, how to implement, how to be diligent and faithful and see God's favor come up in your life and the blessing of the Lord. It makes rich. Just more than you could do. Thank you, Jesus. What happens? He said, given shall be given good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, shall men. Shall what? Men, 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 given to your bosom. With the same measure you give, it shall be measured to you again. In other words, when you give, you connect with God, and God says, I got a plan, and I'm going to open some things up for you, and some people are not only is it going to be my favor on your life, but they're going to favor you too. Hallelujah. So in other words, God's favor causes men to favor. I said God's favor causes men to favor. God can favor your life and open something up in this financial world that you can could have never figured out on your own and God could give you a connection with somebody and you are, might be two people away from the person that's going to make the difference in your, the rest of your life. So don't shut it down. Don't crawl in a hole and say, I'm all by myself. No, there are people in this world that could open opportunities for you that could change your world for the rest of your life. And you don't even have to be a manipulator at all to have this. I mean at all. No manipulation in you. I hate manipulation. Trying to take advantage of people. No, I'm talking about the favor of God. I'm talking about God's hand on your life. He puts you in the right place and he will put you with the right people. Somebody shout amen. amen. All right. So God's favor. Somebody say favor. favor. Say it again. Favor. 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 It's coming my way. Coming my way. On, me On me today. Hallelujah to Jesus. All right. Look, look with me real quick. How many can turn your page quick? Psalm 35, I love this verse. You might hear it again sometimes. Psalm 35, verse 27. Let them shout for joy and be glad that what? Favor my righteous cause. Let them shout for joy. Who is them? Those who favor God's righteous cause. It's something about an exchange going on here. Let those that favor God's righteous cause, let them say what? Continually. Let the Lord be magnified. Hallelujah. In other words, God is magnified in your life. I mean, if you magnify God with your mouth, let them say continually. 
If you will magnify God with your mouth, you will magnify God in your life. I'm going to say it again. If you will magnify God with your mouth, in other words, you will start saying what God says. Let them say continually. Let the Lord continually. You know how much that is? That means you say this stuff all the time. Let them say continually, let the Lord be magnified. Who has what? Pleasure in the prosperity of his servant. In other words, God's favor is towards you. When you favor God's righteous cause, then God's favor is on you. You are connecting with God. When you connect with God by your generosity, and when you favor the cause of God and you support it and you you cause it to move forward, you're helping the kingdom of God and the purpose of God. God says, I like that. I like that that and he you know if you'd like somebody you want to hang out with them I mean how many would just like to hang out with God I mean like every day hang out with God I mean everywhere you go God goes and every now and then he tells you something he said you know I wouldn't do that if I was you that would not be a wise move but this right here if you would do this this will bless you this will prosper you. That's a good, that's a good relationship. Don't, don't be messing with that one over there. Just let that one go. But this one here, just take this road. See, even the babies are telling. <laughs> Come on, this is real. Out of the mouths of babes and sucklings, that's perfected praise. Hallelujah. This is real. I'm telling you, what I'm telling you today is not a hype deal. This is the Holy Spirit, the Word of God. The truth will set you free, and the favor of God will be released in your life. He will surround you with favors with a shield, and he'll cause his favor to be on you in such a way that you will be places that you would have never gone. You'll be with people, and you'll know people you would have never known. Praise God forever. And you will do things you would have never dreamed. Hallelujah. And some of you in this room right now, you're thinking, my Father God, I'm living a dream. I'll tell you, when you accomplish the will of God for your life, you say, Father, you are good. Look what the Lord has done. I'm living a dream right now. I'm, I'm living out my dream. Maybe you've been dreaming. Glory to God. And here you are. The dream has come to pass. Come on. I want somebody to put your foot down and say, God has been too good to me for me to be silent. I got to praise him. Let them shout for joy and be glad that favor my righteous cause. I'm must praise him and thank him for his goodness and I'm going to tell somebody of the goodness of God hallelujah the devil would like to have stopped you long ago and he's tried time and time again but he did not succeed your life is not over you're still here and you still have opportunity to see his will done in your life and experience the goodness of God at levels that you never have known I'm telling you God is good and he prepares things for you because you love him you've set your heart on him you've chosen to obey Obey him, serve him, give to him. 
wide open. Hallelujah. This is not my own. I am not my own. I've been bought with a price. What I own belongs to him. I'm just a steward and I'm passing through. But while I'm here, I will do his will. I will fulfill his plan. I will accomplish the purposes of God. I will live out my life and draw my last breath saying, thank you, Jesus. Your will has been done. Hallelujah. And I will enter into his presence and so will you. Life is short, but what you do for Jesus is going to make the eternal difference. Hallelujah. I said life is like a vapor. It appears for a little time, and then it passes away. But when it's all said and done, I want to hear my Savior say, well done. Well done, good and faithful servant. Hallelujah. Somebody ought to want that like you want your next meal, like you want your next breath. I want to hear Jesus say, well done. What matters in life? What matters in life? What is important in life? Some people live their whole life and have no clue. But I'm telling you, when you know, give it all you got. Give it all to Jesus. Give your life to him. Serve him. Give him your best. And his favor will be on you, and you'll be in a place of rest. You'll enjoy God's best. And you'll know it was his grace and his goodness and his favor. And you'll be able to testify to people who have no clue. Sit in darkness all around you. But when you speak the word of God, the light will shine and the glory of God will come to their heart and their mind. And they'll be able to hear what you're saying because they see the reality of it in you. Your voice carries greater authority when you believe and when you act and when you are doer of the word. And when you do what Jesus said to you, I can tell you your voice carries greater authority. And it has power to penetrate the heart and the mind of an individual. And maybe you're in this room today and the Holy Spirit is penetrating your heart. It is the goodness of God, the scripture says, that leads men to repentance. It's goodness. God's not a mean God just waiting to slap you. God is a good God. He wants to restore. He wants to make you whole no matter what your past has been. God loves you. And he loves you with an amazing grace and everlasting love that will never quit. But don't wear it thin. Please, give it all to Jesus today. Thank you for joining us at Word of Life Christian Center, where we seek to move upward in prayer and worship, inward in discipleship, and outward in evangelism. We are so excited that you decided to connect with what God is doing here. And if you want to learn more, go to wordoflifelv.com.